I got put in the back of a cop car in Manchester, Tennessee. I've gotten away with this enough times to where, yeah, it's going to catch up with me at some point in time. And it did. I think that's the whole point of this podcast today, is to try and rethink our view and perspective of chickens. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's happening? What's going on with you? Joe Pal Joe checking in with you. I hope you're doing well, my friend. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, that's okay. You'll get there one day. Just make some tiny steps towards it. It's been a minute, people. It has been a minute. Taking a couple weeks off recording the podcast. But I did I did a little comedy album this past weekend, so that's why I was just trying to, I don't know, stay focused. Plus, I was on the road a bunch. But uh, now we're back. I do want to thank everybody who came out to the recording, man. That shit was fun. I had a great time. I feel real good about it. And uh, mainly because of the, the motherfuckers that showed up, man. So I appreciate you all. And uh, I think it's going to turn out real good. Also, fucking Liam Nelson, Ty Colgate, and Lake and Jude, they all helped me put that shit together. They work for uh, Fifth Place Comedy, so check out some of their shows if you're out around Atlanta. Uh, man, those guys put in some work, so I appreciate the fuck out of it. It was fun, man. It was a long month leading up to it as far as doing shows and everything. But uh, I'm... I'm happy with how the show went, and uh, I can't uh, I can't wait for it to come out. That's been the fucking craziest thing, people. I recorded this shit Saturday night, and then people are already like, "Hey, when's it gonna come out?" And it's like, I don't know. People were asking me before I even recorded it, "Hey, when's it gonna come out?" And it's like, I have no idea. I was just trying to get it recorded, <laughs> and now that it is recorded. The you know it's got to get all fucking chopped up and we got to review it and all that shit and then it will come out and I'll let you know as soon as I figure it out but I was really just mainly focusing on recording the fucking thing on the jokes people had so many questions about it and I had no answers because I was just trying to do the show and uh, again happy with uh, with how it came out you know put it on paper Decided I was going to do something and then fucking did it. It felt pretty good most of the time leading up to it. But the day of, that's when everything was just like uh, a lot of back and forth, you know, waking up feeling good and then moments of just anxiety. And uh, Liam, I think, put it best when it was, he said, imposter syndrome, which is, I guess, how I felt sometimes throughout the day, you know. It's like, oh, I feel good about recording this album. And then there's moments of like, you're the phoniest motherfucker alive. What are you doing? Why are you even doing this? You have no reason to be doing this. And then, uh, you know, you got to you gotta grab your balls and you got to nut up. And uh, that's pretty much what happened. Just trying to get over that feeling. As soon as we set up the room and got the sound check and the the cameras all set up, it was on at that point. I had no doubts after that. So that was maybe, I don't know, an hour and a half before the show or something like that. Maybe an hour. But from that point on, I was just fucking 
there were there was no there was still some anxiety but there were no I was just fucking ready to go and so happy and uh as soon as people showed up, oh man, it was just like, here we go, baby, here we go, and I'm I'm definitely happy with uh, with the outcome of it. And now I have nothing planned. <laughs> that was the big thing uh, for now this year, and uh, I think that's okay too. I think it's okay to kind of take a second and recoup and. Uh, figure out what exactly is next for me, whether it's getting back on the road. I was in Indianapolis too, people. I haven't even checked in with you since then. Holy hell. I was up in Indianapolis at Helium Comedy Club. Man, what a fucking good time that was. Alex Price, he's a dude up in Indy who runs some shows. He's a great guy. We, uh, he put me on a couple of his shows up there. If you're up in Indy or if you ever see him come through on a show, he's a really funny dude. Just a solid motherfucker, man. I like that guy a lot. He was he was very helpful in me even getting the weekend at the club. I did the weekend with Big J Okerson. If y'all don't know him, he hosts the uh, uh, the bonfire on Sirius XM with uh, Dan Soder. They're both real funny dudes. And Big J is also part of the Legion of Skanks podcast. But I've worked with him. That's our third time working together. I worked with him in Nashville at Zanies and Huntsville at Stand Up Live and now in Indianapolis at Helium. And it's like, I've worked with a bunch of people, but Jay is like, he's like the, probably the easiest dude to hang out with. He just We just sit there, hang out, smoke weed, and then just kind of talk shit. And uh, it was a great start to the weekend because Thursday was the first show. And I was hosting. And if I've never worked a club, I usually try and get there like an hour early. I like to get there if I can before anybody around when they open doors so I can kind of watch people coming in and get a feel of who they are or whatever. So I'm there early. And uh, the guy who's featuring, his name's Jake, which come to find out, I did a, a festival in San Francisco with that dude in like 20, 2017, I want to say. It was just a crazy weekend because I knew both other people on the show from different parts of the country and at different points in my life. I don't know. It was just such a strange, trippy weekend. But uh, we're sitting in the green room. Jake and I are. And I'm kind of, there's a chair by the, the door to the green room, which is open. And Big J shows up. As soon as he turns the corner and looks in the door, he sees me sitting in the chair and he just goes, oh, fuck yeah. And that was just like set the tone for the whole weekend because it seemed like a genuine thing. And he was like, oh, man, it's good to see you again sort of thing. Not in the fact that like we're like best friends in the world, but I think we have a good time around each other. And I also think it's a thing where – he sees that I'm working sort of thing. And I just keep popping up different in different cities that he doesn't expect. So it was just dope, man. He's such a good dude. It was so fun to hang out with him and his crowds are fun as fuck. Those shows were fantastic. And big J is like, if you ever, I swear to God, people, if you get it, he's a filthy comic. <laughs> he's dirty as fuck or whatever. I love it. But you could literally go and watch every single show for his weekend. You could watch him five times and you'll get a different show every fucking time. Because he does a lot of crowd work, like he's fucking with people or whatever. And it's fucking incredible, man. 
as far as like watching comedy, you know, comics can be very uh, jaded, I guess. Or you just, you know, you you'd see a lot of it. So it's like sometimes it's just tough to watch, especially with like a headliner or even with anybody. Really, if you watch somebody's set on Thursday, it's probably going to be the same Friday and Saturday and Sunday. You know what I mean? Like they're doing the set. But Jay is like, it's just different. It's fun to watch. It's like, I wonder what what he's going to get into tonight. So just incredible. It's a different skill. He does some bits too, but it's such a, uh, he's so good at that. That's It's such a unique skill in comedy just to be able to, to kind of fuck with people like that. So fun ass weekend. Great fucking weekend. The weather in Indy was crazy. Some fucking, I don't know what it's called, dry lightning or warm lightning. What is that shit called, people? Do y'all know what that is? We're just lightnings nonstop. I've never seen that shit in my life before. And it's like we're watching this sky, and it's just lightning constantly for like 20 minutes, nonstop. It was fucking bizarre. We also watched the sunset together, Big J and I, on a sidewalk we didn't realize we were doing it until we were doing it, but the sky looked real cool, and then we were just standing there going, oh, this is, now we're a little bit, this is slightly uncomfortable, you know? A couple grown men out here watching the sunset together. Can't be having that, you know? A little gay. That's all I'm saying. Felt a little bit gay about the whole thing. <laughs> but it was fun. Helium also has like an upstairs room, which is smaller, but that's the one, that's the show that Alex Price ran, and man, that show was fucking off the chart, that show was so much fucking fun, what a great time, man, what a great fucking time, almost didn't make it to having a great time, up in Indy, may have had to cancel the album, people, that was a thought that happened, I'm my way up to Indianapolis, or I'm my way up to Nashville, I should say. I spent a night in Nashville before I went up to Indy. Man, people, I got fucking pulled over in Manchester, Tennessee. I'm my way up to Nashville, I'm my way up to Indy, right? And uh, I had weed on me, and I got put in the back of a cop car in Manchester, Tennessee, Man, it's still fucking weird to even think about. I think it's going to fuck with me for a while, to be honest with you. So I'm driving. I'm not, I don't speed when I drive, right? I definitely don't. I usually set the cruise in the right lane, and I'll pass when I need to pass, but I like to chill. And I like to smoke weed when I drive. <laughs> you know, it's a fucking four-hour drive up from Atlanta to Nashville. What the fuck am I supposed to do? But, uh, man, I'm in Manchester, or I'm going through Manchester, and I'm just, you know, I'm chilling in the right lane, just cruising, and, uh, you know, there's one of those little emergency-only, emergency-authorized vehicle-only lanes. That's what I'm looking for. And I see a cop sitting there, and I'm like, all right, whatever. And uh, I go by, again, not speeding. And he fucking pulls out and gets behind me. And I know I just got done smoking like 10 minutes ago, people. And uh, I got probably about a half ounce on me. So he pulls me over. 
comes up to the window and is like, you were texting and driving. Like immediately you were texting and driving. He's like, you were looking down. It was like, first of all, I had sunglasses on. I definitely was not looking down fucking with my phone. I don't text and drive either. I'll ignore it. If it's like some business or whatever, and we're on a straightaway where there's nothing, but I don't, I try not to, I don't, I barely make phone calls when I'm driving. I don't like to be fucking around on my phone, you know? But, uh, so he said I was texting and then my hood on my car is a little bit, uh, fucked up right now. The hood's a little bit bent. So it, it's just a little bit uneven. It's not aligned a hundred percent, but the latch is good and everything It's latched. But he was like, Oh, what's going on with the hood? Blah, blah, blah. You were texting. I was like, I wasn't texting. I don't know what you saw, but I definitely was not texting. And he's like, well, what's going on with the hood? What's up with this latch? I was like, the latch is fine. It's just a little bit misaligned. And then he starts like, where are you going? And it's like, well, I'm going up to Nashville. And, uh, I just told him I was going to Zany's, right? The club up there. That's it's a good alibi for me. Because I at least know people there where if they go, hey, Joe Kelly, they'll go, yeah, Joe's fine. You know, but I was just going to, to, to break up the drive. That's all I was really doing. I was going to record a podcast. Was it called the Drunk Comedians Podcast? Check that shit out, man. We had a fun, I'll tag the link in that. We'll talk about that later. But I was going up to do a podcast. So I was just like, oh, I'm going to Zany's. I do comedy blah 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 and he's like oh how long you been doing that and I was like eight years and then he starts uh I don't I forget exactly what he was talking about but as soon as he pulled up behind me I just accepted that I was going to get arrested in my mind I was like well I'm gonna go to jail because I know it smells like weed I definitely do so I almost felt inconvenienced by all his questions because I'm thinking I gotta get a hold of the the people who host the podcast, I got to get a hold of Joe. You know, he hosts the other podcast. I got to get a hold of Alex up in Indy to let him know that I'm not going to make it. I got to get a hold of my mom to let her know I'm being fucking jail in Manchester, Tennessee. You know, I'm thinking about all these people that I got to get a hold of to let them know that I'm not going to make it to where I'm supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? So at some point, he's like, well, I do... I smell, I'll be honest with you, I smell marijuana. And I'm like, yeah, it's in my backpack. And he's like, okay. And he uh, he starts opening like the little pouches. And again, I'm just annoyed. So I'm just like, bro, it's in the, just open the big one. It's in the big one. He's like, well, how much is in there? I'm like, it's probably like a half ounce. You know, that, oh, the first thing he said, the first thing he said, would I go, yeah, there's weed in my backpack. He's like, well, how much you got? You know, is it just a little, is it just a, what do you say, a smoke sack? Is it just your own smoke sack? And I'm like, yeah, that's all it is. But then realizing that he pulled out a half ounce, but it's like, yeah, bro, that's my, that's my smoke sack. <laughs> I hope that's okay. But, you know, he starts, you know, going through the rest of the backpack and it's really just like, notebooks and that's really it notebooks and some lighters you know that's it that's all that's in my backpack some sets whatever but he sees the weed and then uh he's like well do you mind if i search the car i'm like bro just do what you gotta do like i got shit that i gotta figure all this out because at this point i'm like yeah i'm going to jail so he he gets me out the other car he's like you don't have any weapons on you I'm like, no, dude, no, nothing. 
I got nothing. He just pats me down. It's like uh, I think I had, I think my wallet might have been in my pocket. I didn't even have my phone in my pocket. My phone was just in the passenger seat. I'll usually just leave it fucking wherever. I don't pay attention to the fucking thing. So I think I had my wallet, a fucking maybe a, a mask, and, and maybe a few like loose dollars or something like that because I bought a bottle of water. But he's asked, he's like, you know, just if you got, is there anything else? You know, you got any weapons? You got any felonies? Anything like that? And he kept asking if I have any felonies. And I just kept saying no. And then at some point, again, I'm just frustrated with the dude because I'm trying to make this as easy as possible because I don't want to deal with this fucking shit. He's like, are you a felon? And I was like, bro, I'm just a comic. You know what I mean? That's all I am. I'm a comic who's smoking weed. That's it. Fuck. But after he pats me down, he, you know, he doesn't handcuff me, but he's like, I'm going to put you in the back of the cruiser and uh, I'm going to search your car. I'm like, all right, do what you got to do, man. And uh, before I get out of the car, too, before I get out, before he pats me down, I, the, the button on my trunk doesn't work and there's no key. You can't put the key in to open the trunk. You got to, it's a little special way to get into my trunk. And I'm at, I just asked him, like, Bro, do you want me to open the trunk for you? And he goes, no, no, that's okay. I'm like, all right whatever so i'm in the back of the car and he's searching around and it's like really you know that was all i had that was all the weed i had i don't have any fucking weapons you go he's going through the back seat and it's like you know i got a laptop and some headphones and some clothes you know i got a jump rope i got some running shoes like that's like it you know what i mean and he's looking around, and he was, I had a couple pre-rolls in the fucking, in the cigarette pack, too. I had a couple of splits rolled up. So those are sitting there. It's just like, I'm just sitting there going, I'm fucked. But I didn't have my phone on me, so I can't text nobody. And I'm just watching him fucking going around the car. And I'm just like, well, I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel pain. I just accepted what was going to happen immediately. I was like, I'm going to go to jail. And uh, I see him trying to get in the trunk. He can't figure out how to get in the trunk. <laughs> so he comes back to the car and he's like what is there some secret panel to get to the trunk and i'm like no dude you just the button doesn't work so you got to do this particular thing with the with the windows or whatever it's a little switch you got to flip over by the window so he flips that thing open and i know there ain't shit in the trunk either just fucking there's transmission fluid there's oil and there's coolant i keep fucking fluids in my car when i'm driving you know what i mean so I can't keep shit back there because everything's been, you know, that shit's all spilled. Opens the trunk, looks in the trunk, shuts the trunk, comes back, gets me out of the car. And, uh, bro, it's all such a blur. I can't even remember. I can't remember exactly what he said. But he's saying some stuff and then he goes... All right, go sit down. The keys are in the front seat. I'm going to write you a warning. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on right now, dude? What the fuck is this? What fucking is going on right now? What am I getting a warning for? <laughs> you know? That's what I've tried. I'm like, what the fuck is he writing me a warning for? And what? I'm just happy he's writing me a warning <laughs> at this point, you know? So I just get it there and I just sit down and he comes up to the window. It doesn't have a warning. Gives me my license back. 
my record came back clean. So that was nice. I heard it. I heard it when I was in the back seat of the car. They go, uh, what is it? They called me. I think they said called me a suspect. I think suspect Kelly. I think that's what they said is clean or clear, whatever the fuck. But he sits me down or I'm sitting there and he comes back up to the passenger window and he goes, uh, look, man, I really don't care what people do in the privacy of their own home. I really don't. Blah, 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 this and that and the other. He's like, but when it's out on the streets here, it's my problem. And I'm, like, I'm just like, yeah, I understand. I understand. And I'm still thinking he might be fucking bamboozling me. You know what I mean? Like waiting for backup to come. But, man, nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. He just told me what was up. And he's like, you know, you could get in a lot of trouble for that. But I'm not going to do that to you today. But just so you know, there are people out here who would love nothing more than to get you in trouble for that. So he goes, Wherever you, whenever you get where you're going, just stash that away. And then uh, he told me to come back and find him whenever I get famous. And he gave me a fist bump and he wished me luck. And I drove away. And he didn't dump out my weed. I kept my weed. And here's the fucking craziest part. I didn't even know this made this shit crazier. Dude was a state trooper. Not even like a local cop or anything like that. Not just like some, you know, some Tennessee whatever county police. It was some state trooper. And he's just like, man, you know, get out of here before you get in trouble. And I was like, all right, dude, thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> like, holy fuck. I'm still trying to process the whole fucking thing because it was so confuse, confusing. Excuse me. My mouth's a little bit dry here. I wonder why. <laughs> but part of me just accepted it because anytime I'm out driving and I have weed on me, I'm just like, I've gotten away with this enough times where, yeah, it's going to catch up with me at some point in time. And it did. But uh, everybody was cool about it. But I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like <laughs> I was fucking the rest of the driving up to Indy and back home has been fucking stressful, dude. Driving has been very stressful, even without weed. <laughs> I barely smoked. I swear to God, I barely smoked. I still smoked. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I can't be converted. You know what I mean? I still got to do what I got to do. Driving is stressful. So I'm trying to chill. So I still smoked a little bit, but usually I smoke like probably about a spliff per hour, you know, if I'm in my zone or whatever. But uh, yeah, then definitely did not do that coming back. And it's just like, holy fuck, man. Ah. Still trying to process everything. Like like that, that guy, he could have fucked with me. He could have fucked me, for sure. But it was, I just immediately accepted it and was just like, I don't want to deal with this. I'm not going to lie about nothing. 
I'm not going to, I'm just, I just want this to be over with as quickly as possible. So you do what you got to do. Cause I got to do, if you, you know, if you're going to do what you got to do, I got to handle some shit. I got some people to get a hold of, you know what I'm saying? But fucking crazy. Fucking as soon as he hit me, I was like, I'm going to jail. I'm definitely going to jail. Here we go. In fucking Manchester, Tennessee, home of Bonnaroo. And then coming back to fucking uh, Atlanta, coming back down, they same exit, man. They had somebody pulled over on the other side. So if you're ever driving, what is it at that point, 24, going from fucking Tennessee to Georgia, wherever, near Manchester, keep your fucking eyes peeled, people. Holy fuck. <laughs> don't know don't know how i made it through but fuck man and i was talking to my buddy he's like what so you got pulled over but you're fine but the cop took your weed and it's like no he let me keep it he just left it in the backpack man and that's the thing does he like does he like call the other state patrolmen to go, hey, there's going to be a dude in a Buick driving up to Nashville. He's got weed in him, on him, but he's cool. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, don't worry about this dude. We already ran him. Because if I get pulled over again by maybe another state trooper and he does decide to fuck with me, it's like, oh, man. That was, I kept thinking about that too, going up to Nashville. It's like, if I get pulled over again by another state trooper and they decide to arrest me, it's like, this is going to be the craziest fucking journey of my life. <laughs> so that's why I haven't been doing the podcast for the past couple of weeks is I have been doing a bunch of shows and there's just been so much mentally sh mental shit going on that I've just been fucking exhausted and drained. Oh my God, people. But we're here, you know what I mean? Fucking here. Somehow, some way, should be in jail. But I'm not. Thank God. And then somebody was like, oh, they like, I don't know if it's Nashville. They kept saying Tennessee decriminalized, or, or excuse me, Tennessee made, they made a decision that they won't prosecute people if they have a half ounce or under of weed. So maybe that helped, played in my favor. Or whatever, but I don't know, man. I got no idea what the fuck happened. I was in the back of a cop car for a while. I was like, this kind of, this does suck. This definitely sucks. Not fun. Not fucking fun, people. But then got up to Indy, had a great time with the shows, you know. <laughs> got back here. Recorded the album, which was so much fun. And, uh, yeah, man. I think that's about enough of the podcast for this week. <laughs> uh, that's going to get into some philosophical nonsense, maybe. But holy fuck, man. That shit was so insane to me. That back of the cop car shit. Man. I don't know, people. I don't know. I'm thinking about becoming religious at this point. I'm thinking about maybe finding God in my life in more of a, uh, in more of a Christian setting. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. Somebody's got to be looking out for me. 
You know what I'm saying? Somebody does. Fucking insane. Fucking insane, bro. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week, and we'll get you out of here. We're back to weekly podcast, people. That's what the fuck's going on. Getting back into the groove of things. Just had some other projects going on. Uh, <laughs> just wipe my nose and a, and a booger stuck to the top of it. <laughs> I'll put this whole podcast on YouTube. That way y'all can see. I'm not going to cut out the booger moment. And now I'm playing with it. What the fuck, dude? I need a fucking paper towel. I'm not playing with it, but I'm rolling it, you know? <laughs> not playing with the booger. I'm not having fun with it. I'm just rolling it into a little ball so I can take care of it appropriately. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. This animal video clip of the week, just look up horse kicks chicken. This fucking video made me a little bit scared of chickens, you know, because a chicken is trying to fuck with a horse and horses don't like to be fucked with. So this horse just rears back, fucking boots this chicken, fucking perfect punt, middle of the chicken, boots the fuck out of this thing. Chicken flies back maybe five feet and then just pops right back up. And it's like, I'm going to fuck you up, horse, and runs right back to the horse. And that terrifies me because I watched a horse kick a goose. Usually you think, hey, geese, much more terrifying than chickens. I watched a horse kick a goose. That goose died, right? This horse kicks this chicken. This chicken says, no, I'm coming back and I'm going to fuck you up now. And it runs right back towards the horse. And it makes me a little bit scared of chickens. Because they seem like zombies, you know what I mean? All this time I've been worried about geese. But they can't even take a horse kick. Meanwhile, chickens, they absorb it and almost enjoy it. A little masochism going on with this chicken. I'm not sure if it's all chickens that can withstand a horse kick or if it's just this fucking, you know, they got some fucking Brock Lesnar chicken going on. It wasn't like a big jacked up chicken, but maybe, you know, maybe it's got the spirit of Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? A beast of a chicken. Go check it out sometime. Go watch that horse kick that chicken and don't, and try to look at chickens the same way. Like, think about how you look at chickens now. Chickens are stupid, you know what I mean? Give me your fucking eggs, give me your give me your breasts and give me your thighs and your legs too. And I like your wings, but other than that, you suck. But really, really they may be some of the most powerful creatures on earth. Pound for pound. You know, the toughness of a chicken. If you got kicked by a horse, I bet you'd curl up like a little bitch. I know I would. I know I would. A horse kicks me in the chest? Yeah. I'm not coming back. I know that. I might die. And if I don't die, I'm definitely not going to be approaching that horse again. I don't have that kind of spirit. <laughs> you know, so that chicken, in my opinion, is tougher than I will ever be. You know. You're not going back either. Don't pretend. Don't sit there and act like you're a tough person who's going to take a horse kick to the fucking groin 
and then pop back up and be like, uh-uh, horse, I'm going to punch you in the face now. You ain't punching no fucking horse. You might cry. I might cry too. But I think we need to rethink chickens. That's all. I think that's the whole point of this podcast today is to try and rethink our view and perspective of chickens. You know, when you call somebody who's a, who's a big old pussy, what do you call them? Big old scaredy cat, right? What do you call them? A chicken. Meanwhile, I watched this chicken get kicked and then run right back into the gates of hell to get its revenge. So maybe, you know, maybe we need to reframe that. Maybe we should be calling brave people chickens. What do we call brave people now? What is a brave, what animal do we consider brave people? Is there one? You're as brave as a, I don't know, a wombat, maybe. Are wombats brave? What is a brave animal? Get back to me on that, people. I'm trying to think. Chihuahuas seem pretty brave, but that's because no one smacks the shit out of them. You know? It's like, you know, how little how little people are. Not like midgets, but like, you know, small, frail people who run their fucking mouths all the time. Because if you hit them, you might kill them. So they just sit there and bark a lot similar to a chihuahua get back to me on that people what is it what what animal is a brave one because i think it needs to be chickens i think we need to switch the the weak animal anyway we're rambling into nowhere hey man thanks for checking out the podcast this week people i appreciate your time subscribe to it like it do all that shit rate it whatever the fuck it is you got to do and uh, again, thank you everybody who came out to the album recording, man. Y'all made me feel fucking fantastic, and I think we had some fun together, and I'm really fucking genuinely excited for it to come out, for people to be able to listen to it, you know what I mean? So I, I'm proud of it, I'm happy with it, I think y'all will enjoy it, and thank you guys so fucking much for coming out, and for checking out the podcast, man. I appreciate y'all. Take care of yourselves. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you all around real soon. Later, guys.